serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Inside New Orleans, I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Always, always better to tell the truth. 
Of course, 4 to 6 each and every weekday right here on 106.1 FM. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, free let download. Take the show with you anywhere on the World Wide Web at NASHFM 106.1 and, of course, ericasher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Anchor is on uh, is our home base, but we're on every podcasting platform out there now. Uh, so, again, just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You should be able to find it. Just a great day today. First of all, how beautiful is it? I mean, this is, you know, you live in New Orleans for January days like today. <laughs> I mean, just spectacular. Um, not a cloud in the sky. Uh, beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, just, and of course, we know what's going to happen in about, what, six months from now, right? Uh, oppressive heat. So enjoy it, my friends. Enjoy it. Um, great day over at uh, over WLE TV as well. So, uh, Sean was in a Fox State Sports join us. Man, I tell you, we covered Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, Loyola, uh, UNO, did I say UNO already? Um, uh, I mean, we covered it all, and uh, he did a great job. So check us out tonight, 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV with our first rebroadcast, 10 o'clock tonight on The Deuce, F- uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock Pelican, 10 o'clock LAE, uh, 2 a.m. on The Deuce on Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, it'll be on our social media platforms, at Eric on Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans show on Instagram this evening. Uh, again, I'll put that up for you. And also, uh, you can check it out on the WLATV YouTube page as well as ericasher.com. On our program today, which is brought to you by uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Ali Cassell will join us in about two, two or three minutes uh, from the Bird Rights. Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports at 435. Gary Smith of uh, Noel.com and the Wave Report at 510. And Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com at 535. As mentioned, today's program brought to you by my good friends over at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. You know, I tell you, I've had a great relationship with the Bader Brothers uh, for well over a decade now. And uh, they just do a great job. They just do. And, and again, I've talked about, you know, they've embraced New Orleans. They love New Orleans. They're part of our culture. Uh, always, again, getting involved in philanthropic uh, 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 things, uh, giving things away, feeding people. And, of course, uh, uh, Oceana Grill is, is, the, um, is the flagship, 739 Conti Bourbon. Don't forget also about uh, their sister restaurant. And, of course, Oceana's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Please don't forget about that. Uh, Old New Orleans Cookery. 205 Bourbon Street, open for lunch and dinner. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant uh, in, um, in Metairie, uh, open for lunch and dinner. Uh, just, again, fantastic menus, great cocktails, uh, and uh, incredible mixologists at all, all of them. And, of course, I start today with this half hour brought to you by our friends at Mambo's. And I'm telling you, folks, you're going to go down to the quarter. you got uh, Mardi Gras coming. You're going to head down to the quarter. You're going to go check out, uh, you know, again, the crowds. Maybe, again, you're going to go when it's not too crowded. But you're going to make your way. You're New Orleanian, right? Stop at Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of the most beautiful restaurant in the French Quarter, definitely on, definitely on Bourbon Street. Also, again, um, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Incredible cocktails. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you. Just go through the cocktail list, pick a few, uh, you know, with your party. Let them come out. You'll hear the oohs and ahs. Absolutely fantastic. You can dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard. You can dine, again, sitting out with these beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. Uh, you can go on, again, three floors. So catch the elevator, go to the second floor. There's a bar on the second floor. There's a Bourbon Street balcony there for you, okay? Then when you get to the third floor, you got to come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Absolutely spectacular. The sight lines are incredible. It's going to be an incredible time uh, to hang out at Mambo's uh, during the uh, Mardi Gras holiday. 
It's a perfect night out for, again, with friends, family, romantic getaway, maybe you got a next event. Maybe, you, again, you got, you got a, um, a client you're trying to, uh, to reel in. Hey, man, bring them over there. Lunch and dinner, seven days a week. MamboNola.com is how you find out more. And then when you finish up there, how about some live music? How about, again, some great live music? Uh, also, again, fantastic cocktails and also some great food as well at the Hideout Bar. You can make it a night at, again, the Hideout Bar and Mambo's, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Get out there and enjoy it. Again, all, again, the, this half hour brought to you again by Mambo's and the Hideout Bar. All right. Let's talk a little basketball, huh? Pels at the halfway point. And uh, I got to tell you, I'm excited about this team. Um, uh, I know a lot of people have maybe tuned out because they thought, oh, well, you know, Zion's not here. Uh, you know what? Forget about Zion. When he gets back, if he gets back, that, you know what? It's land yap at this point. I've been saying it for a while. Um, you got to get out, check this team out. Uh, it is worth it, okay? And plus, the tickets going for four, you know, four, five, six, seven dollars. Be ridiculous not to. Fifteen and twenty-six, thirteenth place, seven and five in December, twelve and ten in their last twenty-two, five and five in their last ten. We're at the halfway point of the NBA season, and uh, I'm bullish on the Pels getting better and better and better. To break it down for us, one of the best we have in the city, Ali Cell of the Bird Rights. Ali, how are you, bud? I'm doing great, Eric. How about yourself? Doing fantastic, my friend. Uh, am I lying here? I mean, again, am I, am no. I telling the absolute truth? No. I, I think we've talked about it in the past, even, uh, in the last month and a half or so. There's trends that are very positive. You can just look at any number of players to the starting lineup to how they're performing in that clutch minutes, right? That's a first in the David Griffin era. There's actually a team now in New Orleans that's winning when the minutes are really uh, – key right last few minutes of ball games and then of course now they're beginning to take business uh take care of business at home uh they've won six of their last eight coming into tonight's game against the clippers so everything's pointing up and like like you said there's so much to be excited about even though that overall record really doesn't say anything about that but yet they're not that far out of the 10th spot they're slowly but surely they're climbing here yeah eric i mean look i think 10th is up for grabs maybe even ninth you you don't know how it's going to play out we're, we still got 41 games left, and Portland right now is, I think, holding on to 10th, and they might be without Damian Lillard for the rest yep. of the year. Portland might be blowing things up from the rumors we're hearing, and uh, teams right above the Pelicans, they're not doing much better either, right? You don't count on the Spurs or the Kings because the Kings might be blowing things up themselves. So mm-hmm. I like the Pelicans' chances absolutely for at least getting maybe a couple postseason games this year. And look, that's all. That's all. That, again, that I think the fan base was asking for this year. When you look at again the 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 the, 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 the steps you have to make to be a, a consistent contender, sustained winner, this is the kind of the steps you take. With that said, first of all, how good was it to see Brandon Ingram uh, again drain that uh, three to win the game after so many issues he's had in the past in terms of again you know putting games away when when it's on the line. Uh, it was magnificent, but I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm in awe of all three of those threes he hit, right? He, 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 what was it, in about a minute and ten seconds or something like that? Yep. He makes three gigantic three-pointers, right? Because he had to keep, the Pelicans had to keep pace with Minnesota, mm-hmm. who was riding, you know, a very hot stretch down the end of that game behind Anthony Edwards. But B.I., boy, he looked like a superstar in that game. And his, his game has evolved this year. People will argue that his numbers look the same as in the past two years, but I I can swear we're seeing a different guy, a guy that cares on both the defensive end. He's caring about getting his teammates involved. He's not just looking to score. He's becoming that all-around guy, and honestly, the stats show that. I was just curious, looked it up the other day, and there was only about eight 
players that are averaging north of 22 points, six rebounds, and five assists. And Brandon Ingram's one of those names with Giannis, LeBron, Kevin Durant, the elite players. They also seem to be finding him within the flow of the offense at spots in which he is comfortable in. That's been the biggest key, and I think that's been the biggest success, uh, successful part about this starting lineup. All five of these guys have found a, a kind of a, their roles with one another and, and a trust factor. Their confidence has been through the roof, in my opinion, whether it's beating B.I., Right, running the offense, or maybe having Devonta shoot a shot, Josh Hart get you a drive, Jonas banging down low. But all these guys are currently fitting in the role, filling in certain roles, and it's coming into this nice package. And so, Eric, this team, like I said at the start of your show, there's something that we haven't seen before this product. And a lot of it stems to having a trust in this entire system. Right, Last yep. year, we didn't see it from Zion and B.I., where Stan Van Gundy was trying to incorporate everybody and get them on the same page so they could close out important uh, games. Never happened. But this year they are. They've learned how to win. And you think back how poorly they looked in preseason the first couple of weeks of the regular season. They've come such a long way. So you've got to be excited about how much more progress they can make. Well, and look, I know there's been a lot made of this week of the texting between Willie Green and Sean Payton, but I talked about it earlier this week when the Saints were eliminated from postseason play about the culture and what the culture that was built with the Saints, starting with Peyton and still by Breeze, passed on again to other leaders in this team, you know, generational leaders, throughout again the tenure of Peyton here in New Orleans. There seems to be a buy-in with Willie Green. They seem to be buy- They didn't maybe buy-in in a lot with, again, some of the other coaches that have been here over the last few years, but there seems to be an immediate buy-in with Willie Green. Yeah, and it started as soon as he was hired. In summer league, I started hearing the reports because uh, I didn't travel out to Las Vegas, but then we heard about it in Nashville, how all the players came out for pretty much the informal workouts. And then that started in training camp. I mean, I was hearing it from everybody that was witness to all the practices behind the scenes that this team is unlike any other team we've seen in the past because they all like each other. They're all trying and, and listening to Willie Green and taking all of his advice in. And, yeah, Eric, that's, I think, the biggest underlying factor for why this team has made that incredible improvement from day one to where we stand now, um, they have completely bought in. And you can see it from every player that takes the court. Nobody's just jogging up the court after a bad player, too. Nobody's not giving effort full-time yes. on either end of the floor. That's something we haven't seen in years past, for sure. You know, and, and Ali Casale, the bird, writes this with us. Ali, I, I have to say, I was caught a little blindsided by Jose Alvarado. I thought he'd be a guy that would be down in the, in the G League. He's played pretty well since they've inserted him into the lineup. I couldn't agree more. He reminds me a little bit of T.J. McConnell, who plays for the Pacers now, a guy that's feisty, that'll pick up your opposing point guard from baseline to baseline and basically give you a lot of grief in bringing the ball up. And sure enough, Jose's had some steals in his limited action, and now he's beginning to hit his outside shot. So you're kind of excited. If he can make that, Willie's not going to have but a reason to play him, right, the backup minutes, because since Kyra Lewis is lost for the season, somebody's got to fill that role. So love what you've seen about Alvarado. But also, you know, you can go further, Eric. Look at Gary Clark, a guy that yep. picked up, you know, pretty much off the street. And he's sure. only some big threes, some good defensive plays, and he's another guy that's all of a sudden serviceable player for Willie Green. Look, that's been his shot. That corner three has been his shot his whole career. And he Mm -hmm. continues to knock that down consistently. There's no doubt. Um, Let me ask this. Look, we don't know when Zion's coming back. We don't know if Zion's coming back. 
I've, again, I'm on the record as saying team has to move on. He comes back, it's Lanyap. That they have to be aggressive uh, when they come up when it comes to this up, upcoming uh, trade deadline. What does this team need? What piece? What, what position does this team need to get them over the top? I want to see a guard that can stretch the floor. That's respected across the league. So for me, my number one, he's probably not an option, but would be somebody like Fred Van Fleet in Toronto, okay. who we just saw right when the right. Pelicans played the Raptors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's playing an all-star level, so there's no way you've got to think that he's going to become available, but somebody like him. So the next best name that I think is going to become available, who's similar, I think is C.J. McCollum. He doesn't mm-hmm. have the same amount of defensive feistiness to his game, but C.J. can make some shots. And I really believe that Portland's going to be blowing things up or at least going in a different direction around Damian Lillard. And C.J. McCollum's the first guy that you've got to think or they're going to move on from. So I know a lot of people think? are looking at De'Aaron Fox or maybe some other yes. point guards, but no, I want somebody that can stretch the floor, right? That, that can understand the game but doesn't need the ball in his hands and can, can work with Brandon Ingram out there. I agree with that. What, what do you think it takes to get a McCollum or a Fox in terms of assets? Fox is going to cost, yeah, Fox is going to cost more, but I think I McCollum, because he's 29, because he does have his known weaknesses right defensively and he can't be a full – uh, full-time point guard, and his size, right? He's not an optimal shooting guard size. I think, from what I've been hearing, he can be had at a reasonable rate. So it's not going to take a star player and multiple first-round picks. I would hope that if Portland had an interest in, say, either Jackson Hayes or maybe Nikhil Alexander-Walker, even Kyra mm-hmm. Lewis, you send two of those three and then maybe just a couple of assets, maybe one good first-round pick, that might be able to do it. Because Portland, Eric, more than anything, is going to want to take some money off their books. And the Pelicans mm. can do that, right? They can send some expirings like Sadoransky along with a couple yes. of guys they like. What's up with Hernan Gomez? Well, Jackson Hayes has been playing better, so unfortunately he's been pushed back into that third, right. uh, th- third position at center. But he hasn't really done anything wrong. It's just that Jackson Hayes gives them, honestly, an entirely different facet on the court. And everybody knows what it is. It's athleticism where he can affect the game on both ends. And usually he's been pretty good over these uh, last few weeks. You know how I feel. I, I would not give up on Jackson Hayes and Nikhil Alexander-Walker at this point. And, and, and even, I, I believe, um, um, uh, the, um, color, the color correspondent on the, on the broadcast, um, uh, uh, Daniels. Antonio Daniels. Mm-hmm. Antonio Daniels mentioned this the other night. That, and I, can, I agree with him 100%. I mentioned this on the TV show today. That players mature differently in, ter- in terms of different stages, different timelines. And I'm maybe a little bit more surprised with Nikhil Alexander-Walker because he was a four-year guy in college. But we know that, again, Jackson Hayes has minimal college experience. Uh, uh, both guys could probably have used some time in the G League. Both, time, both guys, again, at this point are still growing. Uh, I'm of the opinion that I wouldn't give up on those guys too quickly. There's no question. I mean, not every player that comes in the league takes off right away. I mean, there's been multiple examples in the past. Um, so, no – the reason I, I like Jackson Hayes with you is that, Eric, he hasn't even touched right, his ceiling to me. And you, you can tell because he hasn't really improved since he entered the league. And he hasn't really put in that work ethic that I think you want to see. So once it clicks for him, boy, I, I think he'd be a special player. He'd be better than some of these just regular rim runners, rim protectors, because he, his shot could develop. He seems to have an understanding more about how to pass, right? Willie Green uses him in the offense to make some decisions out there on the perimeter as to where other guys – like Nick right. Claxton and others, they don't get those same touches. 
So you hope that it clicks for him because, like I said, he's got this tantalizing, you know, athleticism that very few can reach. And you're right with Nikhil. He's on the opposite end of the spectrum. He doesn't have that athleticism, but what he does is he'll work his butt off. He's been working ever since he really put on this uniform, but especially these last two summers. I've heard some great stories about what he's done. So it'd be nice to see him for him to start putting in some consistent performances. We see glimpses last game. We saw the passing and other yes. games we've seen the shooting, but for the most part, he has been subpar in a lot of areas. So you just wonder, is the game too much for him? But I think guys with his work ethic eventually does, uh, they do figure it out. See, to me, he needs to worry less about scoring and more about rebounding and, and again, setting up teammates. I think the shots are going to come, and I think he's better when he takes the shot within the flow of the offense rather than maybe forcing a shot. Okay, I said this to you a while ago. I think he should be a triple-double guy. Now, that's saying a lot, but that's what he should be shooting for every single game. And I'm not worried about 20 points. I'd rather see 10, 10, and 10 if I can, okay, because he's a big guard. He's got the ability to pass. He sees the, the court well. And just at times, again, he gets, he gets locked into this, i got to get mine. Yeah, I agree. And I think we saw more of the guy that we're talking about in that first year, right, especially in the summer league. He, he was putting some incredible stat lines to where he was the uh, dominant ball handler, putting up yes. great assists along with, you know, 20, north of 20 points per game. And he was grabbing the rebounds too. But with that, though, there were a lot of turnovers, right, a lot of mistakes. So I think in, in an effort to cut down on those mistakes, he's also kind of taken a smaller role and tried to focus on just being a scorer for much of the season. And he realized in the last game after, after the game and postgame talking to him that he's gotta, he, he can do more and he should be doing more. So that's good to say because in the prior games, I know he had, I think, six assists in that win against the Timberwolves. But before that, I think he had a total of like five or six assists for the previous you know, five or six games. So that's not nearly enough and not what he's capable of. So he's just a guy that's still figuring it out, obviously. Yep. Talk about tonight's matchup against the Clippers. Well, the Clippers are going to be without, of course, Kawhi Leonard, who hasn't played all year, and Paul George, who may be lost for the season, right? He tore yes. UCL, UCL in his uh, right elbow. So his season could be done, and the Clippers, while they're a scrappy bunch, are very beatable. Uh, without both of those guys, they're 7-9 and nine on the season, but you got to think that effort's going to start waning when you keep losing, losing, no matter how much effort you pour into it. And there's talk that the Clippers will be blowing it up, but yeah, they've got respectable vets, right? Marcus Morris, uh, Reggie Jackson, who was really mm-hmm. big in last year's playoffs. Terrence sure. Mann, who I love. He's a young kid, but he's mm-hmm. really becoming kind of that, almost like, like a Nikhil Alexander type uh, that can do multiple things. And, of course, they've got, you know, Eric Bledsoe and several others. So they're a team that competes. You know, under Ty Lu, you know they're going to play hard. But like I said, they're very beatable right now because they don't have either of their stars. All right, uh, Cam Reddish gets traded to the um... – to the Knicks from the Hawks today, and all, all I'm hearing is Zion uh, is heading to New York uh, to be part of the triumphant. I, I guess they forgot that if you're going to trade for Zion, you're going to have to give something up. <laughs> exactly. What does New York have to offer? They, nobody wants – I mean, David Griffin's not except Julius Randle. Their best right. chip is honestly R.J. Barrett, and so if right. you trade R.J. Barrett, then, yeah, there's no triumvirate. No, I think it's just more of a storyline for everybody, but you don't see any kind of trade package that's worthwhile. And moreover, if you're Zion, yeah, it's great. Maybe you can team up with your buddies, but honestly, New York, are they winners? Especially if they were to give up all their assets for you and you somehow were to end up there with just Cam and RJ. Are you actually going to be a winner? I don't see it happening. Well, and there's that New York media as well. Uh, They're not very patient. No. (laughs) 
Not very patient at all. Ali, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for your, your time weekly. Tell the folks about your incredible site, how folks can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Thanks again, Eric. Yeah, you can catch all of our work over at SB Nation. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. And we've got everything for you from matchups, previews, to recaps of games, to now we're going to be talking a lot of trade chatter. And I'm going to be looking specifically at uh, C.J. McCollum, who I think is probably the best available fit out there. That would be fan- that would be a, a, a piece that fits, that immediately maybe puts you a little bit over the top here. Because also, even when Zion comes back, it's still a fit. Now, that would be a great trade. It really would be. I agree with you 100%. Thanks, Ali. Next week, we'll do it again. Yep. Take care. All right. That's Ali Cassell. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Mambo's, uh, the Hideout Bar, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant. Look, all are open. I don't want to hear you can't get a late meal in New Orleans because all you got to do is go to one of the Oceana family of restaurants. They are open late. I'm talking like 1, 2 a.m. late. Uh, also, uh, an opportunity to get a fantastic cocktail, uh, live music over at the uh, at the hideout bar. Just a great place to grab a meal with friends, family, uh, closing a business deal. Get out there and enjoy a meal at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful day. It's going to be a chilly night. If your heater's not working or if you haven't had an incident by a professional, Contact my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. They'll get out to you quickly, doing only the work that's necessary. If it's just a, a, a cleaning uh, and a, a, if it's just a cleaning situation, they'll get in there and clean it. But if it's something more, they'll tell you what it's about. They'll get in there and repair it for you, doing only the work that's necessary. Uh, truly a company you can trust. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. You don't know how big. Think about how big that 30-minute courtesy call is. I just got to tell you, um, I'm dealing with a lot of contractors in, in the aftermath of the storm, uh, you know, trying to get the house right. And, again, contractors don't show, contractors don't call. You're getting a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. So you have to sit home all day waiting on a contract. Come on, man. Uh, again, that's about, that's about customer service. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Nate Certified Technicians, truly a company you can trust. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by TeamstersPipeline.com. The oil and gas industry in Louisiana is upgrading our nation's infrastructure and needs CDL drivers. Great pay, 100% paid family medical insurance and more. Attend the job fair January 28th through the 30th or visit TeamstersPipeline.com for more info and to apply. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Look out for delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side, delays are steady on the 610 right at Canal Boulevard. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. 
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Tired of being tired. New Zequil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep is a melatonin-free sleep aid made with clinically studied plant-based ingredients to help promote better restorative sleep. Sleep this good, feel this good. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I want to thank Ali Gassel for joining us on the program. You're just a minute or so away from Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. And today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, the Hideout Bar, and, of course, Old New Orleans Cookery. you got to check it out. First of all, a uh, beautiful restaurant, uh, 205 Bourbon Street, uh, lunch and dinner served seven days a week, incredible cocktails, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, right? you got a beautiful courtyard in the back. And beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Uh, that's on the first floor. Uh, on the first floor as well, toward the front of the restaurant, these beautiful picture windows that overlook, overlook Bourbon Street. And, of course, as it gets a little bit crazier on Bourbon Street, we get some Mardi Gras season, you're going to love to be able to do just people watching there. Then you go to the second floor. Not one, but two on the second and third floors, Bourbon Street balconies. There are adjoining rooms with, along with the Bourbon Street balconies. You can dine in, have your next event. A lot of folks, again, uh, are, are renting those balconies during the uh, Mardi Gras season. Or in some cases, again, they have tickets in which you can purchase and go and enjoy, again, uh, the, the festivities there as well. Uh, of course, it's a perfect place to be able to have date night, maybe friends or family from out of town. Also, again, maybe trying to close that business deal. 
Come on. It's the Oceana family of restaurants. They're going to do everything to make your, 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 uh, your, your time at their restaurants uh, spectacular. NolaCookery.com is how you find out more about the restaurant, the menu, everything else. But you already know, right? It's a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right. Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports, with us on the program. Fletch, how are you today? I am doing well, Eric. Thanks for having me as always. Always good to have you, my friend. Fletch, first of all, I'm, I want to talk some Pels. I just talked with Ali. I'm chomping at the bit, but we'll move that into the, into the, uh, the, the next block. Let's talk some Saints as they, as they wrap up this season. First of all, just your overall thoughts on, on the season. and Are they close to what maybe you had predicted by the end of the season? Did you predict playoffs? Did you predict the winning record? What did you predict? I, I predicted missing the playoffs and a losing record. Um, so I think they overachieved given everything they dealt with. And look, I know people say, oh, excuses, excuses. Look, this was more than excuses. I mean, they, it, these are just facts. They, they started more starters than any team in the NFL. They played four different quarterbacks. Um, you know, the, the salary cap issues and the purging of last season, which ties into this season. So disappointing because the Saints are not in the playoffs. And I think they have good players and a good program. But given everything they dealt with, I don't look at it as some, oh, no, where are they going? I think they're a lot closer to being back to one of the elite teams in the NFC than they are of falling into a long-term rebuild or a team that's just kind of irrelevant in the NFC. I agree with you. First of all, the defense is going to be intact. When you look at free agency, you know, you got a, you got a few defenders, Kwan Alexander, P.J. Williams, uh, again, the, uh, Marcus Williams that are free agents. But, you know, I, I expect Kwan and, and P.J. to be back. Who knows what's going to happen with Marcus Williams. So your defense is intact. Offensively, your line is going to be fine. You have to figure out what's going to happen with Teron Olmstead. He's an unrestricted free agent, $13 million in dead money with him. But, you know, your offensive line is going to be there. The big question is going to be at the quarterback position. Let me ask you, is James Miss Winston, the guy, or will, or will Sean Payton go big game hunting this offseason? So I feel like that's two questions. Um, the first one is I don't think Jameis Winston is the guy. I, I think that while uh, he's become a better man and he's become a better football player and he's matured and he's well-liked in the locker room, I don't think he and Sean Payton are the coach and quarterback that are going to find synergy, so to say. I, I think that Payton said things, and Alvin Kamara said things that I think he was parroting a Payton. And when, when Alvin Kamara would say things like, I know what it's supposed to look like and it doesn't look right, or I know what it's supposed to operate like talking about the offense, I think he's hearing that from Payton because when you think about this offense, it was predicated on, death by a thousand cuts, so to say. The Saints could always go to that Michael Thomas slant for three or four yards. They could always spit it out to Alvin Kamara for three or four yards. With Drew Brees, even when Drew Brees was a little bit washed at the end of his career throwing the deep ball, it was, we could always nickel and dime you and get in third and short and keep the chains moving. How many times this year were the Saints in third and ten that, yes, Jameis provided the splash play against Washington, against the Packers, I mean, he would, he would air it out, and we would go, ooh. But then they'd be six straight three and outs, and they were always in third and ten. So I, I don't think the way Peyton wants to oper- operate his offense, timing, tempo, keep the chains moving, find that rhythm, find that synergy, I just don't know if Jameis is his guy. Not to say Jameis won't find a starting job in a mm-hmm. quarterback-starved league, and not to say that he hasn't become a better player in person during his time here in New Orleans. I just don't think Jameis is their guy going forward. I think if Jameis is their quarterback, they have swung and missed 
a lot of time to get to Jameis Winston as their quarterback. Now, that being said, the second part of your question was, will they go big game hunting? Absolutely, positively, without question. But so is everybody else. And Mm -hmm. if, if, if a bunch of teams are sitting at the table with their cards and getting ready to go all in, so to say, I don't know. You look at, like, the New York Giants. They got two picks in the top 10. You look at the Broncos. They got three in the top 50 in players to spare. You know, I don't know how the Saints get in an Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson bidding war and win. Like, just for example, Russell Wilson has New York as one of his destinations, reportedly. Well, if mm-hmm. they give you pick five and eight, how do, how do the Saints trump that? They can't. And, they can't. And, and even a team like Denver, if Rodgers wants to go to Denver, which reportedly he may be interested in, how do they do better than three picks? If, if, if Denver ponied up three in the top 50, including number nine, what did the Saints give them? So I, I can't see one of those guys ending up in New Orleans. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe, mm-hmm. absolutely. I could see Jimmy Garoppolo here. A draft pick, sure. If they fall in love with someone in this draft, I could see them drafting someone. You know, last year, Diana Rossini reported that the Saints were trade, wanted to trade up for one of two players, J.C. Horn the cornerback and son of Joe Horn out of South Carolina, or Mac Jones, right. the quarterback out of Alabama. So they obviously like the quarterback enough to go get him. Is there a guy in this draft? Is it, is it Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral? You know, I, I don't know. You know, so it's going to be interesting to see. But I, I would be shocked if Jameis is their starter next year. And if he is their starter, I think, you know, I, I think it's just a, a, they've swung and missed a lot of times. Do you have a favorite? Do you have one that you'd like to see? Uh, so, look, here's the thing. I, I like Jimmy Garoppolo because I think that I watch Jimmy Garoppolo play and I watch the rhythm he finds, how his feet move. And I'm not like some talent evaluator or somebody who breaks down film. That's, mm-hmm. I, I know my limitations. Like, I was a, a high school and college baseball player. I love Yeah, but you know sports. sports. You know football. Yeah, I know. And so, but there's a certain degree that, I, 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 again, look, I have no problem with people that do this. Uh, again, I feel like I've covered the NFL for 20-plus years now. I love watching right. Sean Payton's offenses. I feel like I've learned a lot about it. But I've not played it at the same level or coached it at the same level or, or been at the same level as those people. So at a certain, at a certain point, I, you know, I watch Dan Orlovsky break down film, and I am just awed by what he does because I think he is maybe the best at it, breaking down mm-hmm. film. And some of the guys who played the game break down film – at a level that people that didn't play it are going to have a tough time doing. And I don't care what anybody tells you. It's just a fact. And so, um, so, but I like watching Jimmy Garoppolo play because I think the, he plays with a, with a pace, with an urgency, the way he moves. I like him and can envision Jimmy Garoppolo operating Sean Payton's offense efficiently. But the problem is, what does it cost to get a Jimmy Garoppolo? Because here's the thing. The Steelers are probably close. They may want a veteran quarterback. You know, the, the, the Washington football team's close. They may want a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I can't see Carolina not getting a veteran quarterback knowing Matt Rule's job is on the line. He can't draft a quarterback at six and think he's going to survive as the head coach. So if Jimmy Garoppolo, if there's a bidding war for him, I don't know if the Saints are giving up pick 18 for Jimmy Garoppolo. If they're willing to give up pick 18, I think the deal gets done. But if you start, if you start talking about second and third round, you know, that are, that are high-value picks but not first-round picks, then that allows other teams to potentially maneuver in and outbid you. But I think Garoppolo is a gettable veteran. And then, look, here's the thing. 
even if it's not Jameis, what about bringing Teddy Bridgewater back on a, a similar deal? Like, right. you know, a, a deal like Jameis had last year. I think Teddy operates this offense better than Jameis did. And so maybe you go get Teddy if you can't get a long-term answer. And he's another one-year fix, but he's a better fit. Or Marcus Mariota is going to be a free agent. He's another one who'll be on a like a one-year five to $7 million deal with incentives. If you're going to go get Jameis, I would throw Teddy and Mariota in that conversation, too. How about Terrell Armstead? $13 million in dead money, final year of his deal, just over 30. Is he back? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Because I think that I think they value Marcus Williams at, at free safety. But, look, Teron Armstead's a key cog in their offensive line, and you saw how much they struggled without him. And there's not a clear replacement. Like, I'm sure you could say we'll move Ramchek to the left side, and you could get, you could get by with James Hurst. Uh, as your right tackle, who's done a nice job admirably the last two years filling in. Um, but, uh, again, I, I, I don't know. I think last year we knew they, they couldn't keep everybody, and, and Trey Hendrickson was the one that got away. I, I think this year you start looking at their free agents, and the two pricey ones are going to be Armstead and Marcus Williams. Something tells me that maybe they get a long-term deal with Marcus Williams because he means more for the back end of their defense, and they either go into the draft or free agency and try to patch up the offensive line and in Tehran, they get a deal that's too rich for their blood. Another big question is, is Michael Thomas going to return $22.7 million in dead money? If they ultimately again, move off with a, a trade or I don't think they're cutting him. If they trade him again, the concern is what can you get for him after being hurt for two seasons? But what are your thoughts? Do you think he's at least coming back for this season? I, so this is the big unknown. Of all the questions, I have opinions on everything. I don't think Armstead's going to be back because I think he'll be priced out. I think they're going to get a long-term deal for Marcus Williams. I, I think you know they're going to have a new quarterback. It won't be one of the four that started this year. I really don't know about Michael Thomas. I just don't know because they have played it so close to the vest. Look, we know it was a bad situation that what he did to the organization, ghosting them, was really unprofessional and immature. I don't think he likes being called out by the team, but how fractured is their relationship? And that's one of the things the Saints are clandestine and we don't know. Is this a junior Gillette level? We, it doesn't matter what we get for him. Just get him out of the building. He's such a cancer and he's got to go. Or is it, hey, look, we can, there's a bridge for us to walk back across and we can, we can build this bridge back. You have to trust us and we'll trust you. I just don't know because they've been so clandestine with this. It's truly one of the ones I don't know about. But I will say this. I don't think his worth is very strong right now. I think his worth is at an all-time low. He's played three of a possible 33 games the last two years, and he's coming off of significant injuries for a player at his position. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what do you get for him? Like, I I can't see a first-round draft pick, maybe a second, but even that Mm -hmm. seems a little steep. And then you just get – do you give him away for a third or fourth rounder? No, I you say can't. no. That you can't. I mean, look. You, well, you, look. You can if he has entered the junior galette level of dysfunction uh, of the organization. Agreed. Agreed. But 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 that's but that's what we don't know. We don't mm-hmm. know how how fractured and dysfunctional their relationship is because it's something that it was out of sight, out of mind. He wasn't going to play this year, and so can they mend the fences? If they can. He, he can come back, and even if he's not the same player, he's still a good player, and they need help at receiver. But I, So I think he's going to be back simply because his worth 
is not very high right now, and I don't think their relationship is fractured to the point of no return yet. Yet. All right. Before we go to Pels, I got to ask you because you're you're one that I can ask this to. How about your Wolfpack? Loyola Wolfpack, number one team in the country. I mean, Incredible. they're fantastic. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the athletic director there is someone that I know well. He was on the baseball team when when I was on the baseball team at Loyola as well. And he, Brett Simpson, and he loves that school, has built that program into mm-hmm. something really special because it's not just the men's basketball team. What they're doing is historic, the number one team in the country. The women's basketball team, going back to when Doobie Plaisance was there, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Coach Kennedy there now is really great as a women's basketball coach. They've got a great baseball program. They hosted a regional last year. I mean, what he has built there is really special. I, I truly hope that new president, Tanya Tetlow, who I think is fantastic and, mm-hmm. and a true visionary for the school, sees a path to Division One because they are more than worthy. You put them in the Southland. Look, they beat UNO this year. I mean, you put them in the Southland, and they are more than competitive and could have years where they potentially break through mm-hmm. and, and make it to the NCAA tournament. So I hope what they've built there catapults them to, to Division One at some point. It's amazing. It's an amazing story. I'm hoping more people are going to start to realize this. Again, we have a number one ranked team in, it's in our backyard. It's the Loyola Wolfpack. Absolutely fantastic. Pell, the Pels are at the halfway point of the season, 15 and 26. Look, I, I'm bullish on the Pels. I think they, first of all, there's a buy-in to Willie Green, and these guys are playing together, and they're playing defense, which I think, again, I've always said defense travels. So, again, if you defend, you've got a chance to be able to win games. Give us your synopsis thus far. Yeah, I do think I, I do think that Willie Green. It, this is something that I, I hate the "I told you so" because I think it's so, something that's so easy to say. You know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. It's easy to play armchair quarterback. I get all the cliches, but I thought they should have gone and hired the former, the young, maybe the former player coach right when David Griffin got there in 2019. Look at what look at like what Memphis did. He's not a former player, but they mm-hmm. hired the young coach to build with John Morant, Jaron Jackson, and the young core. And oh yeah, by the way, now they're a supernova in, in one of the four best teams in, in the Western Conference. I thought this is the way they should have gone. I love Willie Green. I think it's a fantastic hire. I think he's going to be a really great coach. I think the Pelicans will eventually have success with Willie Green, and I haven't believed that in a long time. I was, I was, while Alvin Gentry and I became good friends, we were not copacetic when he first started because I thought it was a bad hire. Yes. I was okay with Stan Van Gundy, but I didn't think it was a great hire. I was interested in seeing how it worked because it was a different hire, and I think unique mindsets are interesting, and David Griffin is definitely unique. But this is the move they should have made all along. You're right. The buy-in from the team is there. They, 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 they believe in Willie. Willie believes in them. What he's doing is, is all right. And it, it, he's checked every box. He's handled everything the right way. I, I do think that there's a chance they can scratch and claw and get back into the play-in and maybe the playoff race. I, I do hope Zion comes back at some point this season. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but I do think no matter what happens, Willie Green is – Finally, the right guy. It took David Griffin three tries, but mm-hmm. he finally got the right head coach to run his team on the floor. They're in 13th. What is it? They're three games out of the 10th right since about right now. And the way they're playing, I mean, look, you have to jump over some teams. But, look, we there's half a season left. I think they got a shot if they can stay healthy. Now, again, I still think they need to add a piece. If they do add a piece, what position, what player would you like to see? Yeah, I think I would probably like to see – like a, either a facilitator or a shooter or somebody who's both like 
I would love to dream of C.J. McCollum from Portland because Portland looks like they're going the wrong way. Dane Lillard's having surgery. Their season has been a dysfunctional mess. They fired Neil O'Shea, their, their general manager and president of basketball. Um, there's now talk of the Clippers. Kawhi's not going to come back this year. Paul George may not be back this year. They may punt on the season and trade some of their veterans. So I think the Pelicans getting to the 9 or 10 and getting into that play-in becomes far more realistic. And what piece would I like to see them add I mean, I would love to see a mega deal with, like, De'Aaron Fox, but I don't think that's going to happen. The Pelicans have a trade exception where they could slide in somebody like Marcus Morris from the Clippers. They could slide in Luke Kennard from the Clippers and and, and just add a player for, like, a future second-round draft pick. But the guy that I would love to see is if Portland realized Dane's having surgery, you know, we're going to have a new executive in charge, this is our time to reset, I, I would love to see if they could facilitate a deal for young players' picks and, and, and give Portland some type of salary cap relief and get C.J. McCollum because I think that he's a guy who could facilitate enough and who obviously is, is a great shooter. And, uh, and that maybe kicks Devontae Graham to, to the bench. And yes. it, just gives you more, it just gives you more depth shooting the ball and, and a veteran presence and a steady hand you know, facilitating your offense. Even though C.J. McCollum is not a true point guard, I think he's probably better than what the Pelicans have been throwing out there to, to lead uh, an offense. Alec Gassell said the same thing. I feel the same way. You feel the same way. Hopefully, again, Griff feels the same way, and the and the, the Blazers are willing to deal because I think he'd be a perfect fit. Yeah, I didn't realize Ali said C.J. McCollum too, but, yeah, yep. I think that that's same the guy. Thing. And, look, I don't know if he's going to go. I mean, that's the thing. where it's, it's, it's almost dreamland hoping that a player like that wiggles free and then the Pelicans could offer. It's a tough match. I mean, he makes $30 million mm-hmm. a year. You know, yep. I've been trying to work deals to see how you would get it done because I don't want to give up Josh Hart because he's been so instrumental for this team. But it's hard right. to make a deal work. You know, obviously Sadoransky has to go as, as a salary filler and then young players right. and draft picks. But it's still hard to make a deal work because C.J. McCollum is a max player who makes about $30 mm-hmm. million dollars a year. Yep, no doubt. Always a pleasure, Fletch. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, tell the folks what you got coming up for us on Channel 6 Sports, how folks can follow you on social media. Yep, we are uh, talking Pelicans tonight, playing the Clippers, and then uh, a lot of who's playing quarterback for the Saints. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter. That's my go-to social media, at Fletcher WDSU. Thanks, Fletch. Appreciate the time, bud. Fletcher Mack, Channel 6 Sports. Don't forget again about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you've got a problem with your AC or your heating system, maybe, again, that standby generator, you can't, you can't get that up and running. Or, again, you need to have electrical needs. Were you looking for that APCO whole home treatment system? Think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They do it all. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com, your North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, with 15 trucks in the field, they can get to you quickly when you need emergency service. Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. But here's the main thing. A company can trust. Okay, I have no problem when Burkhardt comes to my house. I don't have to worry about, again, am I getting gouged, cheated? Uh, I don't know the inner workers by AC. you got to find somebody you truly trust. I trust my air conditioning company. If you have an air conditioning company you don't trust or maybe you're, you're not, not getting the service you deserve, why don't you go ahead and call my friends at Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. 
Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. A new year comes with new excitement, new ambitions, new milestones. Is this the year you pop the question, have a child? Celebrate a major anniversary. At Diamonds Direct, we're here for you, now more than ever. With our vast selection of exquisite hand-picked diamonds, our world-renowned designer jewelry collections, our industry-leading warranties and guarantees, and our people. People with a passion for helping you mark any occasion with something that's both meaningful and timeless. And our commitment to providing exceptional value is stronger than ever in the new year. Whether you're just starting out on a tight budget or whether you're splurging on that 30th anniversary gift, Diamonds Direct will make sure you get the price that you expect from America's premier direct diamond importer. Welcome to a new year and welcome to Diamonds Direct, where extreme value combines with the ultimate luxury shopping experience to create that truly magical moment for the milestones in your life. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. Do you need employees? Cumulus Media is holding a virtual job fair. We're spending over $45,000 in advertising to promote it, and we want to help get you the employees you need. To be a part of this job fair, email nolasales at cumulus.com today, as space is limited. That's nolasales at cumulus.com. nolasales at cumulus.com. Let us do the work to find you the employees you need. 
Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, The Hideout Bar, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All are open late, all are open seven days a week. Oceana with breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and the rest of the Triumphant with lunch and dinner. Of course, enjoy some fantastic content. Get out there and enjoy a meal at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks to uh, Fletcher Mackle and Ali Cassell for joining us. We'll be right back. Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill.
our man, Eric Asher. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, on this beautiful January day here in Old New Orleans. 106.1 FM Nash Icon, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thank you so much for being there. Thanks for listening to the program, whether you're doing it here over the airways at 106.1 FM, maybe the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Maybe you're listening to us on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 or ericasher.com. Maybe you're listening, again, on, uh, on the podcast, on the Anchor podcast, or, again, because our podcast is everywhere on your favorite podcasting platform. However the way you listen, thank you so much for tuning into the program. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, don't forget also about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Uh, Sean Vazan was absolutely spectacular today, as always. Uh, we covered everything in sports in New Orleans. And, um, of course, 6 o'clock is our first rebroadcast tonight on LAE. Then on the Deuce at 10 o'clock. Friday night, every Friday night at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday morning, 5 p.m. every Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. I will have it on our social media platforms this evening. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. So make, uh, check that out there. And, of course, you can always check it out on the WLATV YouTube page and ericasher.com. Uh, that's the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Sean Vazan is our guest. Uh, if you missed the first hour, you missed out. You can sell the bird rights uh, and Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. Coming up this hour, uh, Gary Smith will talk Tulane and, uh, Tulane and uh, UNO with us. Uh, as we, we, we do dive into some basketball, we also talk about some football as well. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com will talk to us a little bit about last night's win over Florida for the 12th-ranked LSU Tigers. And also we'll talk about LSU football. That will happen at 535 this afternoon. And, of course, our program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and, of course, the Hideout Bar, and, of course, the Mothership, the original, the one and only, Oceana Grill. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining in by TripAdvisor. Uh, open seven days a week. Open late. They open at 8 a.m. They close at 1 a.m., okay? So they're open late. Uh, something for everyone on their menu, but I'm telling you, if you love breakfast, like I love breakfast, man, you got to get on over to Oceana Grill. The breakfast is spectacular. Put it up against any other breakfast spot in the city. Get out there and enjoy a great breakfast over at Oceana. Also, lunch and dinner, Cajun Creole cuisines that are absolutely fantastic. Uh, speaking of fantastic, how about the cocktails? The mixologists at all of the Oceana family of restaurants are top-notch. Some of the best that we have in the entire city. Get on over there. Try some of their specialty cocktails. Uh, I suggest you sit down at the uh, table and uh, maybe everybody order different cocktails. Now, again, in this COVID uh, type, maybe you don't want to be sharing them, but I'm telling you right now, you will uh, will get oohs and ahs as they come out again with the platter with all these great cocktails on it. Uh, you can dine in their authentic French Quarter Courtyard, which is also dog-friendly, by the way. Beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Five private rooms. That's right, five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. And, of course, on, on nights where they're busy, they're utilizing that as, 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 a, as a spillover for diners. But, again, just a great place to have your next event. Your steps off Bourbon Street. I mean, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. Family-friendly, dog-friendly, and, of course, also, again, a great place where you can bring friends, family, and, of course, don't forget also about, uh, man, the closing that business deal, uh, maybe that first date, maybe, again, uh, you and your significant other going out and having a great time. Do it at Oceana Grill. Oceana Grill, oceanagrill.com. Find out more information. Oceana Grill is always the best time off Bourbon Street. Yeah, you're right. Part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, y'all ready? Let's talk a little Tulane, talk a little UNO. 
Gary Smith of the Wave Report. Also, again, NOLA.com is our guest. Gary, how are you, bud? Doing good, Eric. Doing good. Um, fun, good. fun to cover a winning uh, Tulane basketball team. <laughs> Man, I'm t- I, I, saw, I saw about half of the game last night. I wasn't able to get, get there early. But right. let me tell you something right now. That's a heck of a win against Wichita. No, no doubt, and, 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 and the way it ended, too. Um, Noble Days, who came in and played a lot of minutes as a freshman, um, not a very athletic guy, wasn't even recruited. He, he was a Mike Dunleavy signee um, um, who Ron Hunter inherited. He led, the One thing he really does well is take charges. He led the team. He, had, he took a whopping 25 charges his freshman year, which was probably more than Mike Dunleavy's team took in its entirety for three years. He, um, he led the team taking 14 charges last year and then this year where he's barely played at all because he's just, I mean, there's just guys that are a little bit more talented than he is. He's put on the floor because he's a, he's a defensive specialist, and, and what does he do? He takes a spectacular makes a spectacular defensive play with four-tenths of a second, and, and thank goodness for Tulane he did because the guy made a miracle shot, <laughs> um, banking it in off balance as he was falling down, and if the referees had been intimidated by the home crowd at Wichita State, that's an and one, and Tulane's losing the game, but they made the clear right call, and uh, Noble Day saved, saved the day. Jalen Forbes even tweeted, Jalen Forbes let the guy go right around and got totally faked out by a ball fake. He said, he, he, he basically said that, uh, that Noble Day saved his butt in, in, in that game, and it, it was, it was just a terrific win for Tulane because they didn't they didn't play well at all at the beginning of the game. They're on the road. This is a game Tulane loses by 30 in past years when they start off like they did, and they just got got it together. Played an absolutely terrific second half, and they totally deserved that win. Look like they're coming together. Seven and seven, mm-hmm. three and one in the conference, and four and uh, one in the conference. Can, oh, four, yeah. I'm sorry, four and one. Pardon yeah. me, four and one in the conference. Uh, you got to. I mean, you. Re- you got to look at them and say that as a team, they look like they're coming together. I've seen, mm-hmm. I think I've seen three games this year, and each game looks like they got incrementally better. Yeah, I mean, and it's not a fluke anymore. Look, they they did not play well in non-conference. That's I mean, Ron Hunter said a lot of things in the first three years. So I think when he called them the best three and six team in America, and that they mm-hmm. weren't a three and six team, I think a lot of people may have rolled their eyes based of what what he'd said in the past. But it's looking like he was right because they've got three legitimately excellent players. First of all, Jalen Cook's averaging over 19 points a game. I did some research yesterday. Uh, the only two Tulane players in the last 40 years who averaged more than 18 points a game, uh, you, you, you might have heard of them, John Williams <laughs> and Gerald Honeycutt, and they only did it once each. Um, that, that's the company that Jalen Cook is, is, is keeping right now. He's just having an absolutely terrific year, the LSU transfer. Jalen Forbes, mm-hmm. he's been a little quiet at times this year, but he's a heck of a scorer, and he finally, I, I feel like he's been too passive at times this year. He wasn't passive at all in the second half last night. He scored 16 points, hit a lot of huge buckets to lead Tulane's comeback from 14 down at the halftime. And then Kevin Cross, is, and they've been saying this all year, coaches and players, he's a matchup nightmare. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's a guy, he plays center, but he's not really a center, but um, he, 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 he leads the team in assists, or is right up there with Jalen Cook in that category, and he can score inside. Um, he can. He, he's a great distributor, a great ball handler. Those three guys are really good. The question is, how much help will Tulane get around those three guys? And, and, they, and they got enough last night to get the win. But I, I really think, I, I think, Eric, this team has a chance to compete for the conference championship this year. And if you'd asked me that same question three weeks ago or, or said that, I would have laughed in your face. <laughs> now, did I hear right? Did I hear Hunt, Coach Hunter say that Cook was the one player that's irreplaceable on the team? He actually he said that he um, he actually said it was um, 
it was uh, Kevin Cross. Um, that's okay, Cross, a little, yes. it, it's the truth. It's Coach. But look, look, I'm telling you right, Jalen Cook is the indispensable player on this team. Uh, that's what I think. When I, not, when I heard, yeah, that, I thought that, he said Cook, Cook because he seems to me. I mean, not Cook. I mean, I mean, Kevin Cross. He says that because they don't really have another big that can do okay. really much of anything. And Kevin Cross, he was going to this last game. He was tied for the team lead in assists. But Jalen Cook is the is the straw that stirs the drink for this team because he's just he's just a spectacular scorer. But also, he's a he, he he's an assassin on the court. He 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 wants to win. It really matters to him, and he takes it personally each game. And that's really something that Tulane has been missing for a long, long time in their basketball program, a guy like that. In fact, I went back, Tulane was 3-1 and one in the very first year in the American Athletic Conference. Um, the only other time they were 3-1, and one, they played at UCF, lost 103-100 to 100 in triple overtime, um, had a huge chance to get to 4-1, and one, didn't get it done, and I asked one of their players about it afterwards, and he said it was an honor to be in that game, and it was a game he would be talking to his children and grandchildren about. Wow. They lost the game. There's no way a two-lane player on this team. There's no way anybody that plays with Jalen Cook is going to say something like that after a loss. And, and that's the difference in this two-lane team and, 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 and uh, maybe in, in previous years. If, if this team is lacking anything, in your opinion, what is it? Yeah, they, they don't have much of an inside game. There was, mm-hmm. it, people get on them about their rebounding, and that's legitimate, but that's Ron Hunter. His teams, his Georgia Southern, his Georgia State teams that made the NCAA tournament got out-rebounded by a humongous margin, too. When you play a matchup zone with no blockout responsibilities a lot of times, that's just the reality. He doesn't play with big guys. So they're always going to have to overcome a rebounding disadvantage against good teams. Um, but 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 he's proven at every stop he's been at that, that, that he can do it. Um, and they just don't have uh, other. If Kevin Cross gets in foul trouble, which he did in the first half last night, he got two fouls early and had to go to the bench. They're in trouble because they just don't have another big that can do a, a whole heck of a lot right now. There's still hope. Tylen Pope showed a lot of promise um, last year, just hadn't done much this year. They need to get more out of him because they. they it, it, it's hard to win a championship with one big, um, especially right. when that guy has a propensity to get into foul trouble, which Kevin Cross does sometimes. Which is exactly what I was going to say. You get in foul yeah. trouble, and then, and then, and then yeah. you know, it's tough from there. Um, <laughs> before we move on to UNO and talk some basketball about that, I'm going to do a little bit. I, I want to stay with Tulane for a moment. Let's talk some Tulane football. Sure. What's the latest on, on Tulane football? Yeah, it's it's um they they it came out. I, I reported last week. They um mm-hmm. they Willie Fritz fired two assistant coaches. One of them wasn't a surprise at all. Chris Watt, offensive line coach, was an emergency hire when their offensive line coach they hired um, before the season bailed for Iowa one day in the spring practice last year. Chris Watt had 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 connections to Chip Long um, from from Notre Dame. He came in the offensive. I think Chris Watt might end up being a really good coach down the road, but he'd never he'd never been anything but a graduate assistant before and the offensive line with all their starters back and with no significant injuries regressed significantly so it was no surprise that that they uh, released him um and and then they 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 also got rid of their uh, their defensive line coach um byron dawson that was a little bit more of a surprise i thought the defensive line played pretty well but i'm hearing that was more of a personality conflict um just kind of relating to his players stuff like that but the big one the offensive coordinator Willie Fritz set his own deadline for when the school came, when 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 everybody came back on January 18th. Um, so you got to figure that 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 announcement is going to be pretty soon. I have no leads on that at all. Um, it, it's a heck of a closed mouth search at this point because um, I don't have. I, I've heard a couple of names, but not enough to uh, even even mention them at, at this point. But I, I would say by next Monday or certainly by next Tuesday, Tulane's going to have an offensive coordinator in place, and it's going to be really interesting to to, to see. 
um, they're going with the, with the offense when that is announced. Gary Smith, Wave Report, and also again uh, Noel.com. Uh, Gary, pretty good uh, signing class as well. I think mm-hmm. we kind of, you know, I don't, you know, when you look at the signing class, and then of course uh, in the transfer portal, which Tulane looks like they're doing well with again yep. players that are no New Orleans natives that are going on to other schools and have decided, you know what, I want to come back home, so they go play at Tulane. Yeah, no, I, I, it was a particularly impressive signing class since they went two and ten. Usually, when you go two and ten in the sixth year of a coach, you're 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 going downhill. Just ask Curtis Johnson. <laughs> At the end of his tenure, his recruiting classes went went down the tubes because it became it became obvious that the program was struggling. The players know better than anyone else, and they really had a hard time getting good classes in, especially his last class. Um, and uh, and that led to his firing at the end of the the, the following year. That was not the case at all with, with Willie Fritz. I think the players in the program still believe that it's it's going it's going to go in a positive direction next year, and they did. They got it. They got a, a very solid class, one of the highest rated classes that they've gotten under Willie Fritz. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, shift gives the UNO. They're seven and eight right mm-hmm. now, but there, there seems to be hope on the horizon for this team. Talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, well, the hope on the horizon is that the season starts now because in, in their conference, it's not a conference that's getting an at-large bid or anything like right. that. Um, they, they they host Nickel State on Saturday. I think Nickel State is the is the favorite to, to should be the favorite to win the Southland. But UNO last year had some struggles for the first half of the year, and they really turned it on at the end of the year. It was too little, too late. They hope to do that earlier this year. In fact, um, I'm, I just talked to Mark Schlesinger today. I'm doing a feature on the previewing the Southland race. Um, this prop that's going to be running in Saturday's paper of the Advocate and NOLA.com. Um, but yeah, I think that's a huge. UNO starts with home games against Nichols and Southeastern. Those three teams are the top three teams in the league this year, and uh, you um, and 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 it'll be interesting because UNO just has not played very well this year. Um, mm-hmm. They just they've been inconsistent. Um, they've lost some games they shouldn't have, but they still have the same players. Derek. St. Hilaire has, has been lighting it up at, at yes. guard. Troy Green is a good guard. They've got a lot mm-hmm. of newcomers who are, have been inconsistent but have had some good games. They have more size than they had in the past. Mark Schlesinger still believes that this team can turn it around and uh, and get off to a good start, and we'll know a heck of a lot more after the first two conference games because, again, Nichols and Southeastern, they played. They had a pre-conference tournament <laughs> um, this year because they lost so right. many teams they had to add mm-hmm. games. So they played three games in three days in Katy, Texas, the site of the postseason season tournament and uh southeastern and Nichols played in the championship game uno lost a heartbreaker double overtime game that they shouldn't have lost in the on the first day then rebounded yep. and won their next two to finish fifth but uh if uno can at least split with Nichols and southeastern at home i think the signs will be there that, that, that they can have a solid year and, and these guys Derek st hilaire and troy green came back because they wanted to win the conference cha- championship and the tournament mm-hmm. and get to the ncaa tournament and they need to start showing that they can play at that level soon yeah, no doubt I'll tell you, Gary, and I talked about this today on the TV show. Uh, this looks like it's going to be a pretty good year for basketball, college basketball here in New, uh, in New Orleans in the state. LSU's 12th. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about them next with Mike Scarborough in the next segment. But, again, uh, you look at, uh, at Tulane coming on. You look at uh, UNO. We, we expect them to turn this thing around in a good season. Loyola's number one in, in, in NAIA. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, uh, Tulane women, again, so had, had a loss last night, but who knows? They're always in the mix here. Uh, LSU's women playing well. You know, all of a sudden, uh, you know, Southeastern, you mentioned yeah. that. You mentioned Nichols. I mean, mm-hmm. it looks like it's going to be pretty good at college basketball in this state this year. 
Yeah, and on that note, I was actually going to go. Um, uh, Loyola was supposed to play at Devlin Fieldhouse tonight because um, they're playing a lot of their home games there this year, and mm-hmm. uh, and I was going to do a big feature on them being number one in the country. They have a COVID issue, and the game got canceled, so that that feature's on the back burner for now. But I know columnist from our paper, Rod Walker, is going to do a big story on them too right. soon. But uh, yeah, they're having a heck of a year. They beat UNO in an exhibition game at the right. at the beginning of the year by twelve points. Um, that that tells you something about the level of that program. You mean, and you know, I, I don't cover LSU, but I'll, I'll just say this. You want to talk about a team that's made a remarkable turnaround in personality. LSU's never played good defense um, yeah. under under Will Wade, and they're playing the best defense in the country this year. I mean, yes. they've just been hellacious defensively right. game after game. Well, it's, no it's a whole different close. personality, it's the, right? It's the, I mean, that's impressive when a coach can totally change the way his team mm-hmm. plays like that based on his personnel. I think there's a lot of great things ahead for this LSU team this year. All right, look, let me tell you something. This team was a Allergic to defense last year. They the were the whole the time. Court. Even their I mean, teams that made the NCAA tournament played right. defense. They were awesome. They, they went outscore you. They're not going to. They're, they're not going to try to shut they, you down. They were final four quality offenses on offensively, but nowhere close right. to the final four in reality because they didn't play defense. This team is number one mm-hmm. in almost all of the analytics in, in defense this year. And and then when they started playing better teams, um, people thought they might slow down, and they shut down Kentucky when it mattered, and they shut down mm-hmm. Tennessee when it mattered, and with, with like their whole lineup out with injury or uh, last night. They shut down Florida yep. on the road. It, it really impressive. Oh, right. Pinson was in, injured, and then Eason and Reed, who were playing, they foul out. They're, I mean, they yeah. were not persona non grata, yep. and they still pulled it out. Now, they got a deep mm-hmm. bench, too, as well. No doubt yep. about it. No, I'll tell you what. You know, I come from the time when, uh, you know, you know a college basketball was huge in the state and huge mm-hmm. in the city. And we had great teams, and people went out and saw them. They went to the arenas, and, they, and you know, they had packed houses yep. from, again, UNO to Tulane yeah, to, you know what I mean, up at LSU. Uh, and, and we need to get back to that. It, it would it would be huge because it really is. It's been dead for a while, especially in this city. Even at LSU, hey, they they won an SEC championship in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and nobody cared. Mm-hmm. I mean, the regular right. season, it just it was dead. no nobody cared. Um, so it, it would it's really it it would if the signs are that we could be heading for a revival in this in this state, and that that would be great to see. It really would be great, no doubt about it, no doubt. Tell us about your fantastic site, how folks can subscribe. Everything you need to know about Tulane athletics is right there for you at your fingertips, and of course. What you got coming up for us in the, in, in the, at NOL.com and how folks can follow you on social media. Sure, I'm at thewaverreport.com, Tulane.rivals.com. Trying trying to get information on this offensive coordinator search. It's been it's been tough. It's been hard to come by solid information, but I'm certainly on top of that as it as it goes along because it, it, it's getting like I said in the next four or five days, I think Tulane will have their new offensive coordinator. Um, and also, now, I hadn't done a whole lot on basketball in recent years on that site. I'm picking that up now, because uh, it finally looks like Tulane has a team that, that fans can start getting interested in again. Um, ran all the ran, Ron Hunter's one of the most quotable guys in the country. Anything he no says, doubt. that's getting put on the site now. <laughs> um, and with the advocate, I said, you can, um, Southland Conference, UNO fans look can look forward to a a feature on 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 the previewing the Southland Conference regular season race that'll be appearing on on Friday online and NOLA.com and in the Advocate on Saturday morning. Sounds good. At Gary Smith on Twitter, Gary, thanks for the time, bud. Thanks for having me on the show. Always. That's Gary Smith again. Wave Report NOLA.com. Check it out.
Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. They're your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, and you know they got the best deals on tires. They got the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. I say it every day, something for everyone's budget. And look, there's no pressure, okay? They're not going to press you into getting something that you can't afford. Uh, remember, you also financing is available. You can finance that over time. Uh, the diagnostic equipment is second to none, okay? They're, they're, again, I said it before, I'll put the diagnostic equipment at, at, at Southern Tire up against any dealership in the city. Uh, ASE certified technicians. Uh, and, of course, you won't get those dealership sticker, sticker shock prices either when you bring your, your vehicle over Southern Tire. Southern Tire has been around since 1972, owned by the Piazza family. And uh, as I say each and every day, it's the truth. I mean, look, we're a city of small businesses. And, and again, only way to make it in this town is if you're taking care of your customers. They take care of their customers over Southern Tire. They're not going to gouge you, not going to cheat you, uh, going to be there for you before and after the sale. Southern Tire, they're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturdays from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558. And, of course, you go to southerntire.com and check out all the, uh, the uh, services they provide, including check out the diagnostic page. Again, look, I don't know anything about the inner workings of my vehicle. Uh, you go to the diagnostic page, and at least it'll give you a little hint on maybe what's wrong with your vehicle. Then you bring it to Southern Tire let them repair it for you. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory Airline in Metairie. Five-time Entertainer of the Year, Luke Bryan is going to light up Las Vegas. Live in a new high-energy show opening February 11th at Resorts World Theater. And you could be there. That's my kind of night. Hey, guys, this is Luke Bryan. We're sending one winner and a guest to see Luke in Las Vegas, including airfare, two nights hotel, and two tickets to his show. Just listen weekdays for the national keyword and text in for your chance to win. Prizes provided by AET Presents. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray. It's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Look out for an accident on the 310 southbound between I-10 and Airline Highway. Your delays are going to be steady on the 310 going southbound from I-10 to just before St. Rose. Delays pick back up on 10 eastbound. Right at right between Williams and Power, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for an accident on 10 eastbound right at the Almanasta Louisa exit. Look out for delays on 10 westbound from St. Bernard to Orleans, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Bonneville to just before the 310. On the 610, going on the westbound side, your delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. 
answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. When you needed your mom, she was always there with the Vicks VapoRub. Its soothing scent calmed you back then, and it still does today. Awaken those childhood memories with the care and comfort of Vicks VapoRub. Trusted for generations. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, especially if you're the market for a generator for your home or your business. You know, we're, we don't, we're in that lull before we get back in the hurricane season. But these days, living in South Louisiana, any time the, the, the power go out. So anytime's the right time to call my friends over at Burkhart when it comes to a generator for your home or your business. They'll sit down with you, do a consultation. That's key. They're not trying to hard sell you. They're going to give you all the information you need to know about generators. Then you make the decision on how much generator you need to power up your home or your business. Once you come to an agreement, single day install. Put you on the calendar, single day install. Financing available generators, so you can pay that over time. A new install quality check after one month, which is what they do for everything they install for their customers. It's part of their customer service pledge. Literally coming out, walking you through everything, making sure, again, that you're happy with the uh, uh, the system and you know how to operate it. Then, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service on your generator. When the generator goes down, they're there to help you get it back up and running. Uh, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need, so there are no excuses. Again, you, you're looking at thinking generator sales and service. You think Burkhart, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, uh, the Hideout Bar, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. First of all, folks, uh, a fantastic place to be able to go out and get a great meal. Uh, but it's so much more than that. Uh, first of all, 30-plus TV screens. 
you'll never miss a play. And I, when I say it, I love saying that. Uh, it blew me away the first time I was there doing a live broadcast, and I go literally into the restroom, and there's TV screens in the restroom. So you'll never miss a play. And then, of course, uh, amazing cocktails. I mean, cocktails that are second to none. The mixologists are incredible. and A, a fantastic beer selection. And then the food. Uh, again, you're talking Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Uh, they did do a great job, again, with the menu. Something for everyone on that menu. And Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. They have incredible memorabilia. It's a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Hey, you can find out more by going to BobbyAbears.com. And just remember, open late, seven days a week for lunch and dinner. 4101 Veterans of Lake Villa. It's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Part of the Oceana family of restaurants, no doubt. All right. We've, uh, we've talked UNO. We've talked Tulane. We've talked Pelicans. We've talked Saints. We've talked Loyola. we talked the LSU Tigers now. Joining us on the program, uh, his site, second to none, tigerbait.com. Uh, now they, they've branched out into, again, YouTube. I mean, again, so many ways. So if you're a Tiger fan, there's jonesing information to be able to get it by going to tigerbait.com. Uh, Mike Scarborough joins us from Tiger Bait. Mike, how are you? Hey, doing good, Eric. Mike, uh, first of all, uh, before we get uh, into football, got to talk about the Tiger basketball team. What a game last night uh, in Florida, a place where, again, the Tigers have struggled. Uh, you lose you lose Pinson. Uh, you're you're in a situation where, again, uh, d- during the during the game, uh, you got you got you got foul trouble uh, with. Um, what was it, Eason, and um, I'm trying to think of the other player. Uh, but uh, ultimately, again, this play, this this team, great defenders, and, and just the depth on the team is is remarkable. Talk a little bit about last night. Yeah, and look, it, it's, you know, you, you start to look at this LSU team and, and who they played and, and still with only one loss, and you're, looking, and you're starting to wonder how far might this team be able to go in an NCAA tournament. So, yeah. You know, Baylor loses to Texas Tech. Um, you know, uh, I'm looking around at some of the rankings. They jump nine spots this week. They go on the road, like you said, beat Florida in Gainesville. It's been tough for them. I think what Wade was two and four against uh, Florida since at LSU. Um, so yeah, no, uh, a fantastic win, and, uh, and 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 they're also instead of getting off to a slow start, they got off to a quick start last night, yeah. and then. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're able to withstand when teams make a run and, uh, and then you get the whole controlled chaos factor with, with the team where you, you think they're out of control, but there, there's some method to, to what they're doing. And, and, um, when they start running, uh, they're fun to watch. Yep. Yep. Well, that's the key defense again, which again, sets up the offense in terms of the running game. Uh, and, and of course I mentioned the depth. Look, I've been waiting to see Sharif O'Neal come back from that foot injury. He came on the court. It looked like he didn't miss a beat last night. Uh, you know, Eric Gaines was incredible last night all over the court. I mean, this is just a very, very deep team. And the player I, didn't, I couldn't think of before was Reed, who got in foul trouble. I mean, just amazing, an amazing team that has amazing depth right now. If I can have one criticism, maybe not as smooth on offense as maybe you'd like. But, again, they make up for it with the hustle. Well, it's also a deal where you, you – you think back to the old days where you would play each SEC team twice and you'd get them at your place and you wonder what a Rock and PMAC might do if they got a rematch with Auburn uh, if everybody's healthy and, and, and so forth. So, um, But clearly Auburn is, is the class of the, the league right now, but uh, LSU's not far behind them. 
No doubt about it. On the women's side, uh, uh, 15 and 2, 3 and 1 in, in, in the conference. And the, the folks are coming out to see the women's games once again because of Kim Mulkey. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I've said it on your show many times. <laughs> we're, we're, we're covering women's basketball, something we've never done before. Uh, um, her press conference get just as many views and hits on our website and on our YouTube channel as, as Will Wade's and, and, um, they're fun to watch. She's fun to watch. Uh, a joke with Jacques Doucet with channel nine. I'm like, you know, Jacques, you almost need two cameras, uh, in an LSU women's game. Cause you never know when she's going to, uh, go into one of her funny rages on a sideline, yes. which, you know, it's, you know, and of course they make uh, animated gifs out of them for Twitter. She's appointment basketball, man. Uh, you know, she was at Baylor. She is now here at LSU. Uh, it's really put a shot on the arm into the program. I guess the next question is going to be, okay, Wade's doing well. Mulkey's doing well. What's going to happen with the PMAC? Are they going to upgrade it? Well, you know, when she got hired and, you know, we, we in fact, I did a story on it uh, last spring, or not a story, just kind of what I talked to some people about what, you know, what do you do with it? Um, one of the things that I talked with a source was that possibly to do what they would want to do and actually make it a facility where you could do like the old days where the Maribor Facility Center was also used for some really good concerts. And the city of Baton Rouge absolutely needs it as well because the River Center is a dump. Um, concerts either go to Smoothie King or they don't go anywhere else. You know, maybe the mm-hmm. Cajun Dome will get something every now and then. But Baton Rouge right. doesn't attract any concerts anymore. And that wasn't so the way it was when we grew up, right? Huh? I mean, we grew up, Baton Rouge was the place where they went to concerts. Oh, yeah. Uh, the PMAC, uh, I saw the police in 83 and, and many go. other great concerts there. Right. Um, you the know, boss? They, you know, they don't do them anymore because there's nowhere for 18-wheelers with all their gear to get into the PMAC. Mm-hmm. So... One of the things that was floated to me was actually moving Bernie Moore Track Stadium and moving it out, uh, you know, where the softball and, and, and uh, U-High Stadium is and Alex right. Fox and some land there. And so, but then you're talking about, okay, so you're not just talking about building a PMAC, now you're talking about building a brand-new track facility, and then the auditorium's got to get done. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's a dump. So... I mean, what are we talking about here? Uh, Baylor, you know, when we were talking about uh, Mulkey and learning, you know, uh, why she was leaving Baylor, well, you know, you start to learn about what the price tags are for facilities. Well, I think theirs is $170 million. Well, what's the price tag on a track stadium? Thirty-five. Right. So you're talking about two hundred. dollars oh, What's an auditorium? Add another $20, million, $30 So you're talking about, what, $250 million in facilities? I don't know. But um, – yeah, and then so you and so you would move the track stadium and build a new Maravich Assembly Center closer to Nicholson, and mm-hmm. where the PMAC is now, you would implode it and make a green area there, and like tailgating spots right. and places where you can have like Friday afternoon concerts, but also sell tailgating spots, and it be kind of like the Grove at Old Miss. Yeah. Yeah, and it would be between, but you know, anything like that. Uh, you, you're talking about big, big dollars, and you know, and, and of course, you got to look at the academic side too, because let's face it, buildings are falling apart on the academic side. 
And there's yeah, always yeah. already pushback from some people within the administration on what's happening on the athletic side, as you and I both know. Well, and, and, and I also wonder, too, because the River Center, Centroplex has gotten so old, and, and I know they, they, I think they've done just about all they can do with it, even though it would be on LSU property, if there maybe would be a city, uh, you know, some sort of arrangement where the city actually put in funds for it, if mm-hmm. they were, you know, uh, you know, giving so many dates a year so that you could host concerts and then the, 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 the facility could make money. Yep, no doubt. Let's talk some football. First of all, we're seeing some more, some more defections from from the from the program. Talk about the latest. Yeah, I, I just think look, we're about to. Uh, of course, dead periods over in recruiting, and uh, recruiting is about to uh, is in, in in high gear now. You got transfer portal kids. Right. Got several commitments yesterday. Uh, waiting to see what's going to happen with uh, the last spot on the LSU staff. Um, and we believe it's still going to be Cortez Hankton. Uh, uh-huh. Of course, uh, Hankton was a St. Aug uh, star and, and on Georgia Bulldogs uh, national championship staff. And, you yes. know, is it going to be any day now? Or I, um, I, I had the story in my admin for several days now, waiting for it to be- become official. So, um, but, yeah, it, they're, they're going transfer portal real big and, and – mm-hmm. We've already seen, uh, you know, several players, uh, raging Cajuns and, and so forth, uh, mm-hmm. you know, say they're, they've chosen LSU. Right. Well, let me Arkansas ask you about a couple. And, go ahead. Well, McLaughlin, McLaughlin's moving out. What's the, is there a backstory there? Um, you know, what, you what, talk about. Uh, do you want to go to class? Uh, you know, what's the academic situation? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what you were talking about a couple of weeks ago that we were going to start yeah, seeing some academic casualties. Yeah, that and and and, he, and uh, one thing I'm getting is that he's um, if if you don't have a certain grade point average, um, your time in the academic center is going to be longer than normal. Mm-hmm. He is a stickler for academics. To my Brian Kelly. Yep. Yep. This kid uh, from well, again, yeah. To keep kids eligible, you better believe it. Uh, ULL, ULL cornerback uh, Gardner, um, talk about him. I hear some, I hear some good things about him. Yeah, look, it's um, you know, it's one thing Billy Napier and his staff did was uh, recruit some some players that uh, fell through the cracks, and um, you know, you're, you're talking about a six foot two, two hundred seventeen pounder, and. 31 tackles last year, uh, eight pass breakups, and, of course, originally from Mesquite, Texas, and um, they really like him, and he's he's one of those uh, half dozen or so UL Lafayette kids that have entered the portal that um, everybody's uh, wanting to feast on, and we're going to see how many of them uh, end up at uh, UL Lafayette and uh, how, how many of them uh, can LSU get. Um, it's going to be real interesting. How about the safety from Arkansas? Yeah, I I, I really like him. Um, Joe Fuka, Fouché, Fouché. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Uh, went, went to McDonald's 35? Yes, he did. Okay. And um, multi-year player for, for Arkansas, and uh, he gets to come home now. So that, 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 that that's – you know, you're talking about uh, a 
they're, they're going to get healthy in a, in a hurry here. So, you know, team captain, 230 tackles in his career. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's right there at six foot tall, a little over 200 pounds. Um, but, you know, he only has one year of eligibility left. Right. Mike, uh, explain to folks. help. Yeah, explain to folks about the transfer portal. How many players you think LSU will get this year? How many can they get? What's the, what? What do you think they'll fill out in terms of again the 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 the, the, the national signing day? And I keep hearing they want to leave spots open for players that may be in the transfer portal a little bit later on. If you would speak on that as well. Yeah, you can have twenty five plus seven. Twenty five for your class of twenty twenty two, and and then you're getting an additional plus seven. Um, uh, added for this year by the NCAA. So, you know, 32 uh, uh, total. And so, um, you, you, Danny Lewis from New Iberia Westgate indeed got the offer from LSU yesterday, the, the big tight end. He decommits from Cincinnati in one tweet, and a few minutes later, the tweet about the LSU offer comes right behind it. Uh, he'll visit LSU later in the month. So, yeah, it, it's um, – I, I think they're going to – but I think, you know, you got Citizen at Lake Charles Prep. Right. Uh, you got, uh, uh, you know, the kid at Ponchatoula. And so I, I think, you know, you're going to want to get more college-ready kids. Um, I, I think Citizen's going to be very interesting. He put out a top eight today. Uh, I mean, we're, we're in mid-January, and you've got a top eight. Don't you think it should be whittled down a little bit? You've only got a mm-hmm. couple of weeks left. Uh, Jacoby Matthews, of course, who was at one time committed to LSU, uh, backed off that. I-, I think LSU will get on him. But, you know, it's all the NF- NIL money out there, and, and it's getting crazy. So um, we're going to see what Frank Wilson and the whole crew can do. Um, I just have a hard time believing a kid from Ponchatoula is going to end up anywhere but LSU. Right. What about uh, but, the NIL yeah. money? Uh, we we talked about that several times. Is this are they getting it together? Are they able to going to be able to compete against Alabama, Texas A and M, uh, some yeah. of the other schools in the West? Yeah, yeah, they've gotten it together. And it didn't. It wasn't anything that needed it. That would. It's not anything that you needed uh, months of planning. I mean, you, you can get an an NIL office put together in a day. Mm-hmm. Well, what's so hard about that? There's there's three components to a whole a whole NIL deal. Go ahead. So, um, you know, I was on the phone with somebody last night uh, uh, piecing together one. So, it, it ain't hard. Um, I heard a rumor that LSU was going to lose a lineman this week to the NFL draft. Did that happen? Chasing Hines. So it did happen. Yeah. How big of a loss? Um, I think the whole offensive line needs to be revamped, and, and they'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I think the Joseph, offensive that, line LSU is going to come together a lot quicker than people think. Yep. Well, look, that, look one of the things about having Brian Kelly, right, is, is again, you know he's going to be able to recruit linemen. And uh, you would think the offensive, offensive line is, is going to be one of the uh, mainstays uh, going forward. I think good news with, jo- with Joseph Evans coming back, right? Yeah, I, I really like Joe. And so, uh, you know, he's been one of those unsung kids that uh, nobody talks about. Wasn't highly rated out of Haynesville, but he's just been steady. And when he's healthy, uh, uh, very dominant on that defensive front. So so that's a positive. And um, so, yeah, uh, that, that, that's a nice gift. I, I think the offensive line between the mix of 
the high school kids, got the Frazier kid last month that everybody in the country wanted, mm-hmm. uh, and you're going to get a couple of those. I'm still waiting to see who the center is going to be. If what's out there right now ends up coming to fruition for LSU and they get a top center uh, transfer portal kid, I think this offensive lineman can be come together a lot quicker than people think. Um, got about two minutes left. Talk about but Kevin I'm still Falk like going, going there seven and five right now. Yeah, talk about Kevin Falk going into the uh, College Football Hall of Fame. Well, it's you know uh, that's about when I started. That's right when I was starting to do what I do for a living, and uh, of course I was living in Lafayette, doing LSU shows locally on the radio there. And um, during the Hallman years and, and knowing how important uh, recruiting was, and, and that's how I got started. And uh, LSU was losing players hand over fist to Florida State, Notre Dame, Tennessee. They were all coming in, Texas A&M, feasting on the best of the best in Louisiana. And Kevin Falk, uh, with his commitment, of course, at the time, that was pre-internet. So at the time you had uh, mm-hmm. Max Empinger, you had Parade All-American. Right. Uh, you had Blue Chip Illustrated and Tom Lemming and a few others. Uh, National Recruiting Advisor. Um, Gatorade Player of the Year. Kevin Falk was everything. He was number one. Like, if, if the Internet would have existed then, he, he would have been as big as Trevor Lawrence or anybody else that have, that have come out of high school in, in the last 15 to 20 years. So he, he stemmed the tide and made it cool for every other kid after him to want to come to LSU. And even though DiNardo didn't finish it off uh, right, when Saban took the job at LSU, mm-hmm. he had some holes, but he also had a lot of talent. And Kevin Falk was a catalyst for a lot of it. Yep, no doubt. And I still remember that Florida game, number one, and, of course, the game that he had there, no doubt about it. Yeah, Mike, tell the folks – Kevin Falk announced his commitment at Pete's Restaurant on Johnson Street – and Lafayette, and I remember it like it was yesterday. There you go. Mike, uh, you've expanded your, uh, your your site so much. Tell us all about it. Yeah, uh, got our, our YouTube show, LSU Tigers, on Tiger Bait. Of course, TigerBait.com, we're your full service. Football, basketball, recruiting, baseball. Uh, ran into Jay Johnson a couple of nights ago. That's just weeks away. And so, and like we talked about earlier, men's and women's LSU basketball is big. And we're covering that like nobody else. And, and uh, we've got it all for you, tigerbait.com. If you're a big LSU fan, we want to have you. You can get on the site for $1, try us out. You'll enjoy the site. You'll get our text alerts, newsletters. And uh, check out my show tonight. Uh, uh, we're doing it. Uh, my weekly show got pushed tonight, 8 o'clock, uh, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait on YouTube. Yeah, don't miss it, folks. I'm telling you, great information, no doubt. Mike, thanks. At Scarborough Mike on Twitter. We'll talk to you next week, my friend. All right, Eric. Thank you. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. I'm telling you, even right now, you just got home, the heater's not working, your wife's mad, everybody's upset in the house, they're freezing, call Burkhardt. They'll be out there in a jiffy. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, only doing the work that's necessary, they'll get you up and running. Maybe, again, you're not feeling too comfortable because you didn't get the heater inspected this year, didn't get it cleaned. Burkhardt can do that for you as well. Uh, when it comes to your heating system, they're the experts. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, that's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. 
Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the irs and no one knows this program like the professionals at optima tax relief america's most trusted tax resolution company they've resolved over one billion dollars in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you one easy call to optima can start the process helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment asset seizure and other aggressive irs actions make today the beginning of your fresh start with the irs call the experts at optima tax relief now for your free confidential consultation Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Do you need employees? Cumulus Media is holding a virtual job fair. We're spending over $45,000 in advertising to promote it, and we want to help get you the employees you need. To be a part of this job fair, email NOLASales at Cumulus.com today as space is limited. That's NOLASales at Cumulus.com. NOLASales at Cumulus.com. Let us do the work to find you the employees you need. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you as we get ready to wrap it up here on this Thursday. Don't forget the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports starts in two minutes on WLAE TV. Sean Vazan is my guest. Also, again, want to thank our guest today, uh, Fletcher Mackle, also um, Ali Cassell, as well as uh, Mike Scarborough and Gary Smith. Want to thank Rudy back at studio. Want to thank our title sponsor for today's program, the Oceana Family Restaurants. I just looked on- online, and uh, yes. Uh, Oceana and all their restaurants are selling balcony uh, tickets. So, again, now's the time to get those. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, The Hideout Bar. Wanna, uh, thanks to all of our sponsors to sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsors that sponsor our program. Thank you for supporting those sponsors. Please support those sponsors, and thanks for those sponsors for supporting our program. Coming up next, it is All Access. I'm sorry. No, it's not. Tonight is the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour, pardon me, with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. Their guest, UNO head coach Mark Schlesinger. It's been a blast, New Orleans. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock for the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Have a great evening. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. I want y'all.